I'm Austin. And I'm Zach. And between two cups of coffee and good conversation, we'll talk about everything from A to Z. So a lot of people are unhappy with their jobs. A lot of people don't feel appreciated where they work. A lot of people... Um, I think that's a big, that's a big, one of the big parts of it is the appreciation. Yeah, but a lot of people feel those things. Like, or, or I would say the majority of people are dissatisfied with their job, yet they still go to work every day and they deal with it. What made you decide, you know what, no, I'm not doing this. I have, you know, wh- like what was your process like? What made you transition from just being unhappy to wanting to do something about it? I know I'm bigger than that. I know I'm bigger than what I what what that was gonna take me. Um, could I sit in that position, play the game, make $130,000 a year? Absolutely. In a couple of years, I could probably be making that. But I'm you know it's a it's a de- very demanding job. You're working 10, 12 hours once you're all the way in it, but. And so I saw that stuff, and I'm like, I think part of it is from the past, like the job I had and lost, that I put everything into. Like, it was, it was very hard for me to look at that job and go, okay, I'm going to put all I have into this, and then I'm going to get a little bit of money out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So I was like, I know I'm bigger than that. I know I'm, I... I've got bigger goals than sitting here and doing this, and so I, I, at some point I just like, you know what, I don't care what it takes at this point. I'll work four jobs for two months or whatever whatever I need to do. Um, I'm going to get out of here, I'm going to do my own thing, and I'm going to try and control more of my uh, future than, than what I was controlling, and that's, I guess the biggest thing is just realizing that you're bigger than what situation you're in mm-hmm. don't don't settle don't i think we cap ourselves like we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago but we cap ourselves too many too much in, in a job and a and whatever and we say oh this is the only thing i can ever get i'm not better than this mm-hmm. and, and because i mean I, i've been looking for jobs for a couple weeks and you know i'm still i'm getting not even getting looked at for the superintendent or you know, these $7,500,000 jobs, I know I'm capable, but people aren't even looking at me for it. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little downing saying, well, you're not you're not worthy of that. And who's to say that? I mean, I was managing a pretty large company from the, the field operations and, and doing some sales, so I did a lot of it. And so in my head, it was, am I worthy? But then on the, on the flip side, I'm like, I know I'm b- bigger than this, so it was one, just a matter of, of that, and I wanted to, I wanted to figure out, I wanted to give myself a chance to do what I wanted to do, yep. whatever that is, and however that m- makes sense. I mean, obviously we got to make ends meet, but right. I'm not, I have confident, confidence in myself to go make money. Yeah. It's as simple as that, mm-hmm. and so... I can make money, then I may have to do it inefficiently at first, but it'll that that inefficiently, but I have control over it, gives me power to 
become efficient with my time and money and mm -hmm. making it wise. So, so how has the first week and a half of that process gone? Um, it's been of operation. Um, what's the operation name? <laughs> I don't have one. Operation um, Zach Incorporated. Yeah. I mean it. It's been more of a. I mean, honestly, it's been more of a vacation. Oh yeah. Time just to kind of get my mind away from mm -hmm. that aspect. Transition periods are important. We went from. I mean, I, I quit Wednesday and. I, I even told him I was like I I would I thought about giving you two weeks, <laughs> but screw you guys. But it was just <laughs> like it wouldn't be good for either one of us. So, yeah. And during that two weeks, it wouldn't be good. Yeah. And y'all would make y'all may have more of a mess to clean up than what I was doing. You know. Yeah. How long had how long did you work there? We're just over six months, so almost okay. almost like, seven. Okay, that's but, still a that's still a good amount of time. That's I know that's for you compared to yeah. what it was that's very short I had a job similar to that um, it was uh, this place um, it was like hardwood floors um, they did like custom hardwood floors for high-end homes like um, one of the projects was like Dirk Nowitzki's basement and then there'd, there'd be really high-end homes um, in the Dallas area and I lasted like 32 days and I knew, like, it was just, I knew, um, just something wasn't right. And also, me being on my hands and knees, um, making concrete abrasive with an angle grinder for, like, 10 hours a day. Like, that, that maybe played into it a little bit, but it wasn't even that. I didn't even mind doing it. Um, it was like, okay, because, like, they were, they were wanting to groom me for doing, like, sales and stuff like that. Um, but like wanted me to be hands on, understand the process, stuff like that. And that's kind of what I recommended. Um, but once I realized that, you know, who we were working for and like, just kind of, that there were just some things I couldn't put my finger on that just didn't seem right. And, um, ended up talking to somebody about it. Word got to him, um, who was grooming me and I, I was up front with him. I was like, you know, yeah this 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 and this but I'm telling you I'm not leaving like uh, like um, I'm not gonna leave behind dry like that um, I, I do understand it's not for me and I you know I do understand a couple of things and, but like I know this isn't my career path uh, so I don't want to waste your time don't want to waste my time but I'm not I'm, I'm gonna make sure you have someone to replace me before I go and um, it was about a couple of days later they found a reason to fire me or they found, so they found a reason to intimidate me to not show up for work the next day. And I took that as I don't have a job because I just had this conversation that um, I'm leaving, you know, this and that. And so I found work immediately. Yeah. And he calls me the next day. He's like, where are you at? I'm like, you told me not to show up. So I assumed I didn't have any way to, f to feed my wife and um, my s one month out son. You know, I was like, she was, she was like 30 weeks at the time. I'm like, yeah, we 32, something like that. And I'm like, I got to figure out money, you know. Um, so I assumed I, I wasn't employed. But just just that. And then they made it to where something broke that I never got confirmation on. That subtracted from my last week check that I had like 10 hours of overtime on. And to repair a garbage disposal was apparently the rest of my check. Like just really obscure stuff like that. Um, 
so it was a it was a good like it, it kind of confirmed that I trust to trust yeah. kind of what that intuition was and like I think same with you you had that intuition that you know what no I'm, I'm capable of, of doing like something's not right compared to where I know I can be I think I think we're taught to shy away from that a lot of yeah. times because it's like no you know be a good you know you're taught in school be a good student do what you're told you're rewarded rather than saying you know what's this independent thought let's explore that let's scratch the surface of that and let's explore that and answer that question I think it's good that I'm, I'm really happy for you that you're your worst case scenario you answer the question and, and you know you, you figure out okay I gotta worst case scenario I gotta go back to you know doing Thanks, yeah. it, you know so exactly I mean worst case scenario I go get a day job yeah exactly but right. at least you'll have that question answered yeah. or you'll have it answered you know you know there's a couple more things I need to learn and then I'll go back to it you know yeah. but no I think uh, I was, I was I, somebody asked me a question it was actually during the interview and she asked me like what, what my thought on rewarding kids are like if you were to if they did something good, how do you think rewarding them is, um, I don't remember the exact question, but it's something like that to like, what, what, what do you, how do you reward your kids? And, mm-hmm. and for me, you know, I was thinking about that and, and what you just said, um, we, we tend to, um, we want that reward from, you know, in high school, college and growing up and you're like, I did good, I get an A, or mm-hmm. I get a B, or whatever. I did de- I did bad, and I get a D, <laughs> whatever it is. But, you know, I was, when she asked me that, I started thinking about it, and, you know, you don't want to raise your kids in that light. You don't want to give them the sense of, oh, if I'm going to do something, I have to get mm. something out of it. Because how many times do we, yeah, we get paid every day, but... How many times do we get up and go do something and don't get anything out of it? Yeah. Um, so it's more but of I would argue that maybe since so many people are conditioned that way, that there's a lot of people that don't do anything if they don't get paid for it. Absolutely. I knew people, like, when I worked overnights, I knew people that they were uh, they were exactly a one minute before clock in, they clocked in and got to work, and then, like, like no more than one minute after. It didn't matter what happened. If shit hit the fan, if all hell broke loose and they needed bodies sorry my hours are done uh, yeah, you know there's definitely those people yep even if they got paid overtime that's not what they agreed they, they wanted I'm showing up for my eight hours a day that's it I don't I don't care if you even pay me more yeah. it's not worth it because this is this is this is all I'm sticking to yeah. you know or you know what's the what's in it for me people you know like for anything and rather than just helping someone out which there's a balance you gotta get paid for your services definitely. but but, and I'm not, I'm, but the, and I think the the issue is what are those, the people that are teaching their kids that about rewards, and mm-hmm. I mean, do we need to have rewards? I mean, there's so, some level of success, absolutely, but um, for them, like, if your kid behaves correctly, I mean, do you always give them a sucker, or, yeah. you know, like, oh, good job, good job, and what happens on that one time you don't? then they're mad they're taking they think you're going back on your word Mm -hmm. because you're not providing what they anticipated and so I mean you're talking about 
people not getting paid, but the reward is there. It's just in possibly a different form than what you're mm-hmm. thinking. You always do get a reward off doing a good deed. It just depends on how you frame it. Yeah. I mean, um, whether it's work, helping somebody, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you can learn, grow, you know, from that experience. But, um, yeah, like, um, when I, uh, when I was in Denver, um, oh, by the way, yeah. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I'll get into that in a minute. But, um, yeah, so it's, I ended up being in Colorado for like 10 days. It was originally going to be like three. Um, so we left on the 17th, I believe, at like 6 a.m. or something like that. And um, loaded up, loaded up one of those hail protectors. Like it was literally like Riker hail protector in the whole back seat, and then like all our bags and stuff were in the back seat. Or in the trunk. And Is it a sales trip? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically it was a customer fulfillment. Um, someone ordered a custom cover that was like $800. And it ended up being not the right size. We had a manufacturing error um, to where they forgot a four foot section. Um, and it literally, like he had a like F-350 long bed quad cab, like the big, the big, biggest truck you can have, and it didn't even go to the, to the tailgate, like, Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like, it was like probably three or four feet short, or yeah, it was like two, two or three feet short, um, so, to ship it back, and to ship, um, the new one would have been like $400, because of the size of it, um, so, I was looking at that, I was looking at how much it would cost to get out there, um, plus while I'm there, um, you know, I, I can show the product, all that, like, I'm, I'm already out there, I have a product on hand, and so I got out there, and um, I was like, I'm, I'm already out there, you know, he, he uh, my business partner helped, helped with travel costs and stuff like that. And so I met him out there because he paid really good money for a custom unit and I switched the units out because like that was going to be the most affordable uh, way to do it. Um, barely, but the most it was more affordable, you know. Um, and you know, I've, it's something I kind of had my eyes on a little bit too to go, to, to go out there and, and um, that's a place that we're wanting to, to stay at. Until um, we went out there first three days like because we booked one for three days and um it was literally me handling that transaction and doing like outside um sales type stuff and then um finishing editing a video for a deadline um so i was either in the basement because it was like one of the shared spaces where the the owners or they were basically um they basically leased it or they rented it from the uh, uh, Airbnb like ownership agency, yeah. um, and they get a discounted fee for like hosting it, taking care of the cleaning, making like so they they get. But the, it's two separate levels, two private entrances. You share the backyard, but that's about it. It's, it's separate. Besides that, um, so I was spending the whole. It was like day one goes by. I'm thinking like, oh, I'm just gonna do a bit. We're gonna get to hike a little bit, enjoy it. Like, 
but no, like all this stuff came up. I did re- I had to do some revisions on um, a uh, a marketing ad for some photos and stuff, and um, I ended up working day one, day two, and we're halfway through day three. Uh, we're like almost all the way through day three or quarter of the way. So I, I can't remember exactly. I'm like, dude, I didn't. I basically just traveled to Denver and stayed in a basement. I'm about to drive back tomorrow. We'll look in and we're, um, for, um, I don't know if I mentioned it the last time on the video, but, um, we're planning on traveling, uh, full time, um, once our lease is up and, um, and just living Airbnb traveling. Um, it's something we really want to do. It's a question we really want to answer. It's a journey we really want to explore. Anyway, um, so we're like, Let's see what a what a test run looks like if it's if it's affordable, and we found this place in a uh, city called Breckenridge, and it's basically it's a ski town. The city sits at ninety five hundred feet elevation, and um, it's surrounded by thirteen thousand foot mountains. So it's like basically in the it's like a bowl, yeah, it's like a bowl um, in the middle of the Rocky Mountains, and it's huh. gorgeous, absolutely stunning. It takes your breath away. It feels like you're in a totally different like planet it's just nuts um texas i can i can see until my vision runs out it's just flat um you get down to the south central texas not so bad yeah yeah it, it's uh, not terrible just go to west texas yeah really. oh yeah i, I was there <laughs> i was <laughs> believe me i was there i got to see the i got to see amarillo i got to see amarillo but anyway Riker did really well so in he, the car? yeah, he, um, the first long trip. Oh yeah. Um, he, and the thing is, is like, if we're around town, usually after like two hours, he's like, Hey dude, like I'm, t- I'm like, I'm ready to be home. I'm ready to do whatever. But we only had to make one long stop in Amarillo. So we got from Dallas to Amarillo. Um, and he, we, we found a park there. He played for about an hour and a half. He had a really good time. Um, Really, really cool part. But um, we did that, and then we stopped in and ate, and then we fueled up, and then we headed back, headed out, and then we didn't stop again until Colorado Springs, um, which is about an hour or so away from Denver, hour and 15. We played at a park there, and we finally got home. We got, we got to the Airbnb, and then stayed there, um, worked, 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 and then, um, Found a found a place in Breckenridge for a really good deal, and so we all we all on the time crunch getting there, or not really. As far as getting to Colorado, yeah, we just no, just no, it was just it was really just meeting uh, up with a guy, getting um getting the cover out. You know? I just thought it was neat because I mean, we've made you know us we've made hundreds <laughs> of long trips. Yeah, and I can't remember one of them that we've actually stopped. And played at a park. Like, yeah. I I think my um, intentionality in me is just like I want to get there. Yeah. Like I'm point A to point B. Like mm. you know, it's a twelve hour it's a twelve hour trip. I want to get there in eleven, in 11 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but so. the way the way I kind of look at it is like I'd rather take thirteen and enjoy it. And Absolutely. everybody maybe I can I can crush it. I mean, on the way home, I drove into like four thirty in the morning. 
and that's probably what started this whole <laughs> overnight thing. Like ever since then, I've just been really. It's weird. I'm I'm telling myself um, right now that I, I can sleep every other day, um, and it's working out so far. <laughs> but obviously, I'll need to readjust my performance drops. But for the past for the past three days, it's been good. Um, time will tell if I fade today. We got a lot to take care of. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get I'll get to the good stuff. Um, so we get there. One we wanted to answer is this just like a bug that we're wanting to get out? Because um, you know, after ten days of being away from home, if like you're like, okay, I'm ready to be back, this and that, and it got close to day ten, we're like, do we need to extend it more? Like we were thinking, like we like. So I was like, okay, we're ready to take off. Like we're ready. So we need to take care of our affairs, and. Like it, it just it just kind of confirmed for yeah. us that that's really what we want to do, and that Riker was so good, he did so well. Um, and the interesting thing is both places were shared spaces. So oh, yeah. the cool thing is we got to meet and talk with people that we never would have, you know, and, and kind of share a space with them. It's a, it's it's different. It's definitely different. Um, you got to be aware that I can't be naked on the couch because someone could walk in at any time. Um, but I don't know. Like I felt like I really impacted certain people. Like there, there were three. Um, there were three couple. One was technically got a couple, but they were there. I don't know. Um, so three, three different couples. Like we really got to like pour into and like get to know and um it's part of my philosophy with people um you don't know how much time you have with someone it could be I could only be like hey how are you doing and really mean that hey how are you doing um and as they're passing by that might be the only interaction I have with somebody or it could be a lifelong friendship but either way um what's my intent in that um time frame that I have however much time and the the benefit of living with someone, you've at least got the day, so yeah. you've got time, you know, um, relatively, so it's how, what's the most that I can do for that person, whether it be talking with them, have, like laughing with them, you know, maybe telling something they want to hear because they know they're never going to see me again, so I can be more raw with them, um, in that, in that amount of time, um, what's the most that I can do for that person? And it was cool to kind of exercise that. And um, anyway, it was it was just a really interesting experience, um, being able to like really get to know someone, knowing you might not ever see them again. And, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was kind of cool, but um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what the point of that was, <laughs> but it was just kind of my experience. It sounds exciting. Like it's terrifying. Kind of like it's it's scary because it's like we're really like I'm shooting my shot and like I'm I'm pretty exposed right now. Like I'm I'm really out on a ledge right now. Uh, I'm I'm off the I've jumped off the ledge. Like <laughs> I'm I'm like falling. I don't I in, I don't. I'm at the point where it's just like I'm we're putting all our chip we're oh, yeah. we're putting all our chips where they want to go. We're stretching ourselves thin. Um, but we both really believe in it. We like. It's just that feeling. It's like this is this is it. You know, like yeah. this is this is one of those opportunities you don't you don't get. Like I think every I think oppor- like we said opportunities everywhere. But there's different levels of opportunity. 
and this is one of those big ones. Well, if, it, if the opportunity doesn't match your match your passion or your drive, mm-hmm. it's not an opportunity. It's yep. a, I mean, it's an opportunity, but it's an opportunity for somebody else. Yep. It's not an opportunity for you because, yep. I mean, you anybody can sit and do something over and over again, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna get as you're not gonna get the full out the full yep. result out of it. Um, like for them, and that's kind of what geared, you know, drove drove us or drove me. And it was very hard for my wife to accept that I wanted to walk away. Yeah. From a, from that type of job. And and even today, it's still like we just walked away from that mm-hmm. big of a job. And um, but I can, I mean, I've already had interviews and calls and stuff. I can I can find a job. I mean. For half the pay, but I can find you it can still tomorrow. Find, you can find something to meet your basic needs. Yeah, and so you we know? can, I mean, I told her, like, worst case scenario, we can do that. But I'm looking for, and I've got an opportunity at a, a youth camp in Denison. That's that, cool. Um, it's half the pay, mm-hmm. but it's at night, and okay. I can work my, my business during the day, okay. get it going, um, help her spend time with the family during the day. I don't sleep but four or five hours a night anyway. Yeah. So, you know, what's it going to hurt for at least for a season? I mean, it, anything is seasonal <laughs> and you can't do it long term. Just like this, I know I'm probably going to go crazy if I sleep every other day. <laughs> I was like, that's insane. But, like, I know that maybe for what I want to get done right now, like, maybe the, the, um, this this quote unquote suffering is yeah. worth it, but I don't see it as that because it's like man, I really, it's almost like, it's the weirdest thing. I'm like, there's not enough hours in this day to get done what I want to get done. So like, I gotta I gotta dip into the next day. Everybody's got 24 hours. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I I think I brought him up last time we did a podcast, but um, this guy named Ed Ed Milet that does performance coaching for like baseball players. Um. He has, he has a saying that, um, or he has a belief that um, all of this perception of time was just invented by men. You know, only, only a guy. Obviously, the sun goes up, the sun goes down. You know, naturally. Yeah. I'm not arguing that the day and night isn't day and night, but um, what a work day is, what um, breakfast time is what like all of these things daylight that saving the, time yeah daylight sa- exactly obviously yeah think about that their construct of time didn't work so they had to put a clause in there every four years because it's still a little off it's yeah. still not exactly right you know um they had to do a leap year and they had to do a daylight saving well, so that, that's only and you know think about it it's only because of the it doesn't like we put a time to the world, and mm-hmm. that time doesn't match the world. Yeah, exactly. We and apparently we can't figure out what the world's time yeah, is. we don't know the exact time. It's <laughs> different, and that's adjust. the thing. It's an hour and ahead, an hour behind wherever you are in the world. Like it's, it's so like time has been worked on and worked on and worked it's on. It's still not perfect, <laughs> perfected. Um, and they're talking about getting rid of the daylight savings. Mm-hmm. Like you just get rid of something like yeah. that that you've had for yeah, years, exactly. But. So it's like. Well, that's what people will, you know, you talk about this time of day is the same time of day every morning. Mm-hmm. 
it may be the different time on our side, mm-hmm. different numbers. Yep. This the same time of day. Yeah. This yeah. Like the sun, the sun might be a little different where it, where it rises. It rises in a slightly unique spot every morning, but but um, we're you know an hour into what daylight has started. You yep. know, and no matter what, yep. every day this is this time. Yep. That's what I've always been intrigued about that. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. No, you go back. You're, go back to your twenty-four year hour. But yeah. So basically, his belief is that you know he believes that he has like four or five days in one day because he or he believes yeah he believes he has four days in one day um he breaks his days up into six hours and um like I had to do the math yeah (laughs) yeah he breaks his day up into six hours and one six hours a lot of sleep um but yeah he he breaks it up in like because he re he reevaluates every six hours like you do at night before you go to bed like he spends 15 minutes like either into the end of that day or into the beginning of the next one to evaluate how his day went and it helps him keep that trajectory right so um like we were talking about last time you know some people only do that once a year and he's doing it three times a day yeah. you know he's like okay how did how how is this time slot how is this unit of time that i'm considering a day gone Okay. What do, do I need to improve? Okay, let me try this. You know, so it's 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 really interesting that that's what works for him. For me right now, what's working for me is, um, what I guess, twenty four to thirty six hour days, okay. um, and then and then eight to ten hours well, of sleep. You know, I mean, that's ultimately if you have deadlines and you got stuff to do, and I mean that's where you know I, I've always been a believer of that mm-hmm. like I've worked overnight multiple times mm-hmm. to get stuff done and sometimes you gotta job. do it it's it, worth it it's, yeah. it's what you gotta do to get to get the job done but um, it, it just sucks sometimes when especially when you're working for somebody else that that's not appreciated but yeah um, well and for me like I don't have a debt I don't technically have a deadline I have an internal deadline yeah, and no. like it's yesterday it's always yesterday yeah you know, it's like, like you have an excitement and energized, yeah. and you mm-hmm. don't want to lose that. Yeah, and I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I mean, that's why I think we've kind of taken this week off. Um, for the Super most part. important. Super um, important. We're going I just had back. a ten day. I, so yeah. like, I I get it. We're going back to the lake today. Um, cool. With the family and spending July fourth, but come Monday, man, it's been one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, that's cool. You know, one hundred and fifty miles an hour. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna stop because. I know I've got my my motivation, and uh, I don't want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to go back to some other jobs. So yep. I think there's a little bit of motivation there. Yep. Um, and so I may you know jump onto this uh, youth camp at night just to give us something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an I picked it. It's because I, I had opportunities with Home Depot. You know I could have gone and mm-hmm. been a night stalker at UPS or yep. what all, I could do any of that, but this one is working with youth it's something i've wanted i've been doing since i can remember since i graduated college and even before then and uh well i remember if i i don't mean to cut you off but i remember i asked you about what you would really want to it was years ago um but i asked you about what you would really want to do and i remember you telling me um it was something about doing like a hunting guide type of type of thing with youth teaching them the beauty of the animal, the respect you're supposed to have for it, that you you are, you were provided a life 
to yeah. nourish yourself and that there's a great reverence that you need to have for God's creation and to to really show that process and I always thought that was really cool I remember that so like th- who knows if this is a stepping stone or a oh, door entryway into that you know and that's where I, mean, I was telling her when she was asking me interviewing me and stuff and I think I've always wanted to and I've, I've been a part of these youth hunts and youth camps and stuff but um, one of my passions has been starting my own mm-hmm. and um, so I think I definitely think it's a it, this is more of an academy where you know it's for girls and mm-hmm. they go and the, the girls that have been on probation or got in trouble of some sort and so they go kind of rebuild their life okay um, they have the education programs they have the sports programs to kind of get them in, in a routine a teamwork type and that whole um, idea and so I, I'm I'm planning to be there at night as a night monitor type okay. night counselor type okay. thing um, but it just gives me an opportunity to be around the the, the that world and start to learn you know from a counselor perspective do you have a certification in counseling i don't okay uh but they did say that you i can could, get that pretty quick they said i could go in and, and they would pay for tuition and stuff to do that cool I'm like perfect because I, I mean i think it ties into what i'm doing on the financial side of mm-hmm. i'm going to be career coaching, I'm going to be, you know, youth coaching, youth finance, I mean, I'll, I'll do the adult financial, financial coaching, um, and I love that part of it too, but I think my real passion is the youth, and mm-hmm. so being able to do both of those, I think is going to give me a lot of good experience of how to talk to kids, because mm-hmm. I, in the past, I do have a, I've had, had a problem of listening, like listening to someone's problem and not go straight to a solution yeah. and so. actually just listen to them and say because sometimes the solution is just listening yeah they just need something they just they need, need to get it off their chest and they don't even board. know what they want yeah and that's the thing when you actually listen so there's a there's a saying it's something i heard on the way here um your youth and your younger years are it's important to be interesting like interesting and your older years when you're mentoring you're, it's so crucial to be interested. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you kind of build, what you're, you're in, I wouldn't say you're on your later years. You're, you're still very young. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope not. But, um, <laughs> when you go into that ment- more mentorship, t- it's, it's, a lot of times when you listen and you really listen, because someone knows when you're not, there, there's a certain feeling you get when someone's not listening. You can yeah. kind of tell when you're, when it's kind of going in and out. Um, they can even be like looking at you and you're like not there yeah. like you can tell they're not there but when you really listen a lot of times you can tie themes together that us we have a huge blind spot to something because it's Absolutely. so much it's so much easier for us naturally to evaluate our external surroundings rather than our internal because uh, part of our survival mechanism but in that we can evaluate humans very well we're, we're naturally good at evaluating other humans yeah. But not so good at ourselves because we're too focused on the outside a lot of times. We're, we're too close to it a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, you're it's you're way too close to it, so it is blind. It is blind a little bit. Um, so, like a lot of look at somebody's life with a magnifying glass. Yeah, like you're you're in yeah, this and it's like and you're it's not like looking at the well, whole it's like this whole picture, and you're like you can see this, and it's just yeah. like it's it's you're missing some of it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times when people are either venting or going through a, a struggle, like if you're asking questions, asking good questions and really listening, you can tie a lot of stuff together for people and make them think of a perspective they never have. 
and that's where um, I, re- I wrote a blog and waiting on waiting on the editing part to okay. to get done with it. But it's career coaching. It's talking to students about hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And you know, when we're asked that in high school, it's like, what do you like to do? Yep. That's what that's what the question is. What do you like to do? Like, what could you see yourself doing for thirty years? Well, mm-hmm. what's the average job people have today? Like three point eight or four point eight years or something like that. Like yeah, it's, it's very short. It's short. Compared I think to it might even be shorter than that. It's it maybe especially in the younger age demographic. It's like it's like a year or less. It's yeah, it's pretty short. It's and and they're not necessarily anything wrong with that. They're just jumping from one opportunity. Well, they're to increasing next. their income too, which and is so interesting. I think, but for for me, like I've talked to several people over the last few weeks, and I think all of them are have a degree, but they're not using that degree. And why is that? Like, that we've pushed these students to go to school, go mm-hmm. to school, go to school. Doesn't matter what you get, just get a degree. Mm-hmm. And people are getting a degree in art and whatever it may be. Business admin. Yeah, I mean, um, and, yeah. And then they don't even use it when they come out. And like, I've got a degree in wildlife management, and I'll probably end up using it at some level, but I'm not using it now mm-hmm. at all. And so I think it's it's for me talking to the youth. It's asking those questions of hey. Because I can go back to my high school job, my first couple of jobs, and like, okay, what was, what, what was I good at in that job? Even though I didn't like it, even though it was a fast food or whatever job it was, mm-hmm. I stayed there for, you know, over a year. What was I good at in that, um, in that position? Mm-hmm. And you start looking at that, and I'm like, okay, I, I was a pizza maker in high school. Like, I made pizza for Mr. Jim's. And I was good at it. Mm-hmm. Like when when we were busy, a lot of times he would have two people on the table, and for when I was there, it was just me, because he knew, like when I had my process down, I'd be I was faster than you know, I could get them done and done right. You were the best there at it. Exactly, and yeah. so I was looking at it like, okay, I I started looking back, and this was, you know, six months ago, five months ago, and mm-hmm. I started thinking about it, and I started looking back, and I'm like, okay that's a process like I figured out my process I did the same thing yeah to get the to get a result there were different pizzas different but I did the same process and what's cool is probably only there's certain things only you knew the quality of like are those pepperonis spaced out right is the amount of cheese even on like little things that most people they don't do they don't give a shit about it but it's like you're making a product and you care for the sake of like that's your standard and I think like being able to cultivate that skill is so crucial. Absolutely, because it has nothing to do with pizza. It has mm-hmm. to do with your ability to to discipline yourself mm-hmm. and say, "That's not my quality. I'm not putting yeah. my name on." I that. gotta, I gotta restart. I gotta, I gotta remake this one. And, uh, yeah. and but that's where you know that's what I want to help these students do is start to look back or look at the jobs they have currently and go, "What am I good at?" in this job and what do I like to do what are my passions what are my talents and how do you merge those two mm-hmm. you ever heard of, I, mean, I think I've told you of King Coleman um, uh, yeah I think so yeah. he's got that podcast yep. and it's that's exactly what he's talking about is how to m- y- your dream job is where your passion and your your talents are um, um, yeah your passion and talents intersect and I think that's it's critical because I'm sitting here with a wildlife management degree looking at um, financial coaching. Like, 
I went to school for that because that's what, what I thought was fun or what I thought would be fun, but I didn't really sit back. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm going to be able to hone in, but I'll get people closer. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they go get a trade school degree or a business degree because they want to manage people. Yep. Like, I have a, a huge passion for managing a team. Mm-hmm. And, but I also want to do something I have passion for in the helping people, you know, yeah. coaching people. And then you just follow that into the youth. I mean, you can go back and go all the way back to high school. And I was always involved with youth programs. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, there's stuff there that we don't reflect on to put us forward. Like, mm-hmm. we don't reflect on our last year like we should to, to direct us in the next year. Mm-hmm. We'll reflect on it and go, well, I didn't do that well. Yep. So what? I'll try and do better. Yep. And, and they don't but they don't sit there and think, okay, what did I like to do? What did I do that I enjoyed? Mm-hmm. And how, how can that direct me going yep. forward? But, and that's all I want to do with the, with the students mm-hmm. is, is help them that. And that's where I think this opportunity is going to be good experience. And potentially I get a counselor certification. Yep. And that's applicable and to that multiple. That's yeah. That's a that's a good. That's a good. And the thing. That's a. Let me finish that thought. That's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, that's a good, like skill and certification to have, and you're getting paid for it. Like I'm always a big believer in that. Yeah. If there's something you're interested in that you can get paid for, to on the job either learn or acquire I mean you can't beat that absolutely yeah there's like I'm I know like when I go like once I once I start growing business and I want to learn certain things you know I'm probably going to take maybe take some college courses or I'll either do like a um a mentoring type thing where I find someone like hey you don't have to pay me and I'll do all the bullshit work for you but um, if you can teach me this stuff, like, and I could hang around for a month, to th- one to three months, like, I'd be willing to make that sacrifice to, like, learn something. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's where the, what's the reward, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not getting a monetary reward. No, but, but the reward so. is potentially endless yeah. if you know how to apply it correctly. Absolutely. It, and that's where, ref- what reflection does is mm-hmm. you realize how you can apply what you learn mm-hmm. and what you've done over the years. And I yeah. think it's, I mean, you know, working in one job for more than a couple of years, you start getting complacent, mm. and you don't you, you lose that. We we talked about that S curve yeah. from uh, Whitney Johnson, I believe it is. She has that like you start at the bottom and you you slow grow and then you exponentially grow and then you flatten out. You've got to be able to disrupt that mm-hmm. and recreate that. Make hunger. it a waveform rather than just. You gotta re- recreate that hunger mm-hmm. of I'm new to this. I need I, I need to, to I have a, a new learning curve, a new slow growth curve. Or you know you want to be able to learn as much as you can for that position. Like and that's what I loved about being able to move from position to position. Mm-hmm. Was every time you kind of did that, it was kind of a restart. Like okay, I was in the field. Now I'm selling. How do I sell? And so you engulf yourself in that, and then you move forward. So, but you got to be able to disrupt. You made me yawn. Sorry. You got to be able to disrupt that, and 
and change that trajectory. And that's where I think what we just did was, I, I was complacent in that job. And I, before the security yep. of it, when there's no security in it. And we, we started looking at it and, you know, we're, sell, we're redoing furniture, redoing that, that type of thing, reselling it. And I'm like, you know, I pay, we picked up, or I picked up a couple pieces at lunch one day and I asked Kelly, I was like, how much do you think you can sell that for once we finish it? I don't remember what the number was. And I think she said, I think it came out to be around 200 bucks for just the two items. Mm. And... I, and it took me 45 minutes to pick it up. Probably take us an hour to to do what we're gonna do with it. Another so, tw- 15 to take photo- some good photos. Yeah, and I mean just just a little bit of time management time, and so you know we got a couple hours in it. You sell them both for 200 bucks, and I started looking at it. I'm like, I make 230 dollars a day at that job. Mm. We just we could have just made two hundred in two to three hours. Yeah. And that's where the key to like inventory comes into play. Yeah. Once you're able to hold more inventory, you get your margins right, it's like You don't have to sell it quick. Yeah, there's some you're getting paid off work you did six months ago and you're getting paid the right price. Yeah. But you also have something that you bought that day and then you turn around and sell it in two days. Yeah. You know? So it's like Well I think it, and that's that scenario I asked her, I was like, So what why don't you think we can so that was part of her concern was you know, she didn't know if we could make it work reselling furniture to the tune of four thousand dollars a month mm. roughly. Yep. So she was because that's basic that's our close to our base mm. um, budget, and we could trim that down even more if yep. we really wanted if you to. needed to, yeah. But um, and so she was like, "Can we really make that?" And I'm like, "I mean, in my head, you know." We do that once a day. We get some sort, some piece of furniture, or whatever that we can resell for a hundred. We, I mean, our base is making two hundred and thirty dollars a day, mm-hmm. and over you know a month's time span, that's you know we've made our mm-hmm. our mark. And so I think, I mean, that was helpful for her just to start to see the, some of the numbers because if we talk about the unknown is fear, and, you know, it creates fear. Yep. And so if you don't know, then yeah, you're going to be it's, a little... It seems uh, a lot scarier than it actually is. It does. And That's why darkness is always terrifying for, <laughs> exactly. for, for people. Um, you can't see. Either. Yeah, you, you just don't know what's in front of you. You don't know if you're going to get punched in the face by a stranger. Like You don't know if you're going to hit a wall. Even if you've been in the... Like, if it's your house. If it's pitch black, you've been in there a hundred times. It's still like... Okay, I can't feel. I can't. Is the kid's toy on the ground? Am I gonna? Am I gonna step on a bunch of Legos? Like, what's gonna happen? And then, yeah, that's. It's it's just the the unknown. Mm. But no, I think I'm I'm excited. I, I think uh, I'm excited for you as well. Mm. I think we both have some pretty. And I th- I will say y'all's journey has did impact our decision a lot that's awesome. because it it just gave me that. So what? Like, what happens if I? You know, this job isn't everything. Like, mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. So why am I putting all of my, you know, all of my hope into this job that I hate? And the thing is, it's like if you do hate it, you're not giving a hundred percent. No. You can't. You can't hate something and give it a hundred percent. Is it a mind game? Absolutely. But it's a game that I can't win because I've told myself. I and I went. I was like. 
it's just a mind thing. I, I, I don't like this. There's no reason for me not to like it. And I was trying to tell myself that. And tell yeah, me that. I'd go, in, yeah. I'd go in every day. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Give my 100%. I'm going to do it. And I'd do that for a couple of days. And then it's just you like. You just burn out. I'm done. Yeah, you burn out. You tap. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you're. If what you're doing isn't feeding back into you, you're probably not in the right line of work. Absolutely you know? not. That's a, and even if even if you're good at it and you hate it, that's a miserable way to live because <laughs> we have everybody has to work. You know, every how you choose to work is completely up to you. Everybody does have to provide an income um, of some sort to have basic necessities. Yeah. You, you just got to. So you might as well focus on the. Okay, if I'm gonna do this, I might as well really enjoy it and be excited to do it, rather than. And granted, it's not sunshine and rainbows every day. It never is. There's, you know, no Steven way, Spielberg. Yeah. Steven Spielberg probably wakes up some days and he's like, "Damn it, I really don't want to pick up a camera today. I, I don't. I, I don't want to look in a lens. I don't do it." But he's got this deadline, and he knows the bigger picture and what his his mission is and he's like okay it's worth it today even though I don't feel like it and I guarantee you after 20 minutes he's like okay I'm cool yeah. I'm good I'm, I'm happy now you know but it's just that it's that initial flinch before yeah. the action but yeah I'm, I I think you made the right call um, I think not sacrificing you as you is going to pay off and being yeah. true to you um I think I think we forget to do that a lot of times. Well, I think I mean we talk about security and um, you know I I've talked to people and I kind of get the feeling that they think I did the stupid wrong decision because I walked away from a, a security a guaranteed a guaranteed, a guaranteed paycheck yeah yeah especially in the world today mm-hmm. but these quote unquote uncertain times exactly but but then you know from their point of view yeah I, I could see that. But they don't know me, number one, mm-hmm. and they don't have. The, I can sit. I can sit there and see the drive that I have at that job mm-hmm. is, you know, forty percent, and yeah. then the drive that I have on my own, one hundred and fifty. You know, yeah, yeah. Like the complete comparative, yeah, complete different scenario. And so, if I'm building something on my own, or if I'm doing something I'm passionate about then it's going to pay off a lot more. Well, it's it's exactly what you said earlier. You you summed it up more perfectly than I ever could, is that opportunity is only opportunity to certain people based yeah. on what work you're going to put in. For you, a lot of people don't see it as opportunity because they're not thinking, okay, I'm going to get up at 4 in the morning every day and do these, these five or six tasks every day um, to ensure I get where I want to get. Same with me. Someone might not see this opportunity. Yeah, that's great that it's an untapped market, but there's no infrastructure. No. Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna pay me to do that? Nobody, fool. Like, yeah. get the, up and do it. Yeah, get up and do it. Create it. If if you, if you see a problem, create the solution to it first. The money will come if you create a solution to a problem. Well, that's where those people will never do well starting a business until they reframe their mind. Not because anybody can change the way they think, mm-hmm. but those people that the People that are clocking in and out, mm-hmm. not a minute before, not a minute after, they're never going to change that um, mindset of, I can do something without getting paid today. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the business, my business, your business, anything y'all are, y'all are doing, anything we're doing, it's not a immediate return of, of um, 
income. Mm. It's a, you know, six month year. I mean, it may be years before I really make a profit on my time. Mm -hmm. But I'm spending, I'm still spending 20, 30 hours a week, Mm. or have been. I'll probably end up spending 40 or plus now, and I still probably won't be getting paid a 40-hour salary, you know, out of this job. Not now. Not now. But it's a... It's all about doubling those grains of rice. Exactly. And it adds if, up. if you can do that over time, then it starts to pay off. And I'm not just saying monetarily, hmm. because, you know, what is... You talked about mission yeah. right, a minute ago. I was going to ask this a minute ago, but how, do you, how important do you think the mission of what you're doing is? Oh, it's crucial. Like, I want to show people that they don't have to be like through income through where you're living through like how you want to conduct your life you don't have to be limited to these hard set rules anymore we have so much resource available to us and we have so many innovative ways to one get paid i can literally pull out my phone and probably like play cornhole with your other phone and like transfer money like it, it's it's great like it's crazy how easy you can transfer yeah. money nowadays i mean there's how many online ways do you want to transfer money like it's it's insane how you i can literally text you money through yeah. through if you have an iphone and i have an iphone i can literally be like here's 50 dollars from my apple wallet here you go you know yeah. it's it's insane so the the convenience factor and the innovation through that has made it to where you don't like there's gonna be a point where people truly see, hey, in this 45 minutes I'm having to drive, one, we're not gonna drive, aren't we? Like, there's a lot of things that are gonna change, but they're gonna see like a, you're telling me I'm not, I don't have any potential to earn an income for the 45 minutes I drive from my house to work? That makes no sense to me. Why, I could just tap these three buttons. I, I, made, a, I made a preset pack for transitions for videography, for film editing. I could I could conduct a sale. I could I could email someone my my transition packs and make you know sixty bucks in the time it took me to drive there. You know, so like stuff like that. Like, yeah. It's just there's so many ways to do it if you, if you know what to look for. Why Why do you think people don't think outside those? Well, I told parameters. you, the the people that do do it. Um, I you know I don't think everybody's shown that, and that's that's kind of my I want. There's nothing. Same with same with getting people, um, you know, following Christ. Like, I want to at least know that I showed them the yeah. opportunity. You know, what they do what, with it. what they do with it, I can't control. But I can be, if they show any interest, I can be like, all right, I, you know, I'll I'll answer any questions you need. I'm not going to do the work for you, but I can I can show you anything you want. Yeah. Um, being able to at least be a resource like that for people. You know, and, and it's it's um there's I forget his name. Um, um, there's this guy that uh, he has a he has a lighthouse t- tattoo on his forearm, um, and the story behind it goes is um, there's there's two ways of saving boats. There's the lighthouse and there's a the tugboat. Tugboat is strong, powerful. Um, it can pull anything on its own, but it requires a lot of resources to do that. It goes, it sees that boat stuck, it, it, it tugs out there, tugs it um, out of wherever, wherever it's stuck. I don't know tugboats that well, but, you know, it, it gets that boat unstuck. Something much larger than it, but it's just yeah. powerful. But it needs to refuel. It needs maintenance. It needs a lot of work. Um, you know, 
it's got to be serviced a lot, and it's pulling one boat at a time. Or you can be the lighthouse where you stand, you shine your light for everybody to see, um, and you show them the correct way. Here's what you need to avoid. Here's the right path. Yeah. You know, all you do, all you can do is you stand there and you shine your light. That takes much less work, but you just you're just out. You know, you you don't hide it. You know, mm-hmm. you you just shine that light outwards rather than going to them. You know, the the lighthouse doesn't move. Yeah. You either listen to the lighthouse and you find that path, or you crash. Yeah. You know, but either way, there's nothing I can do about. It. All I can do is show you the way. Yeah. Rather than draining, think about how much more energy that drains to go out to that boat, to go out to each individual person and be like, here, let me drag you to the finish line. You're gonna. Who do you think impacts more people? The lighthouse or the tugboat? I mean, absolutely. But who gets the instant satisfaction? The tugboat, probably. Yeah, he gets that instant. He gets that personal. Hey, I helped you out. The the lighthouse may take. Which that might that perspective though? Maybe someone is like, I don't want to work with a ton of people. Maybe maybe there are there's a tugboat for a reason. There's certain people that are meant to be tugboats, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it because you're gonna go. You're gonna be able to go a little bit deeper on that impact. But but what do you, or if you, do you know who you are? Mm-hmm. Do you know which one you are? Are you the tugboat or are you the lighthouse or is there somewhere in between? Mm-hmm. Like that. That's what I think people need to start to figure out. Mm-hmm. Instead of just going through life with this, I mean, we're only here for a vapor. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're here to spread God's word, but we still have to live. And so, why not live to the fullest? Mm-hmm. While we're here, how is that? How is that going to impact how you spread that message too? You Absolutely. Know? If, you, if you're stuck in your own world here, you're not spreading it as far as you can. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to travel. No, you don't have to. But use every opportunity with the people that you meet mm-hmm. to spread that opportunity, to spread that His word. Yep. And and then I mean it, it's just a. Um, if you're living life to the fullest and spreading whatever you, you know, when, when you can at that, at whatever opportunity you have, then you're living his life, or he's living his life through you, through whatever life you're, you've created in the physical. Yep. So you created this physical job or these, you know, interactions with other people, and that gives God the opportunity to speak to them in that in that realm uh, but if you're stuck in your own world then you're limited to the people that you see yep. on a day to day basis that they don't want to talk to you yep <laughs> quite frankly <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to continue to talk about the same thing over yeah, and over yeah. But yeah I, I, I guarantee you if the apostle said have you heard the good news to the same 20 people every day yeah, 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 yeah and get a little old <laughs> But even though they're ignorant in the fact that they they may not see the light, the true light, but he's still asking them because he still he knows they don't see it, mm-hmm. and he can ask them and ask them and ask them. But they're like, we, "You told us two weeks ago. We already know it." Yeah. Even though they don't really realize right. what it is. I mean, that's I mean, in Matthew, it's like they say, um, "Lord, Lord, did we not do yeah. this in your name?" So it's like these people live their whole life thinking they had the truth mm-hmm. and then realized they didn't at the end and they were worshiping and it's just that 
mentality of you can think you have it all. Yeah. And you don't. Yeah, and there's there's such a there's such a parallel between the spiritual and the physical that oh, totally. there's so many parallels. And um and the same as business, like the same with, you know, uh, um, bringing people to the kingdom. What say you do end up showing those 20 people, you know, that, you know, they, they have heard the good news, they've accepted the good news. Well, what if you were supposed to impact 3 million, but because you were only comfortable with these 20, instead yeah. of stepping out and going, whether that's online, you know, nowadays, or actually physically traveling, um, what if there's those three million people that never were able to, you know, um, start that business? Or um, what if their kid never got to know their father, but they had the op- you If you would have just gotten out of your comfort zone, you could have given them the opportunity for someone to be able to spend every day with their father. Yeah. But he had to work 60 hours a week because he thought that's all that there was. Yeah. You he, know? He, he was capped out. Or he thought he was capped yeah. out. At that mm-hmm. salary job that paid the bills. Yeah. And he did. And who knows? You might not make a difference, but it's crazy. But the most, the most pivotal, the most pivotal moments in our life either come from experiences and then reflection, or from conversations. Absolutely. And and the the thought that if you don't say anything, what is that? What could have that done? And that that can drive you. Yeah. I mean, that can drive you nuts. Yeah. If I did. Since I didn't say something to him, yep. what what does that do? Now, if you say something to him and he doesn't like it, what, what does that do? Well, you waste a little, you didn't waste, you spent a little bit of breath and and maybe one day it'll, it'll register yeah. to him. Maybe it's not the right now. Yeah. You know, maybe, but, maybe he's hot about it right now and then he spends three days reflecting on that because he's still mad and then he's like, oh, wait a minute. It's also that like when when someone you're defensive about something, it's probably I mean, you're already you've been thinking about it, and that's where you know for you know weeks, I, months really, I've been like I want I don't like this job, I want to move, I want to leave, but you know I kept in my head I was playing that like should I, can I, all of that stuff, and I kept telling myself no it's stupid it's stupid it's stupid, and so when someone would ask me like well. You know, when, when we were first talking about it, it's like, well, why aren't you doing your own thing? Why, why haven't you left? And I'm like, I was defensive of my stupidity. Like, I, you know, I, I don't want to, I, mean, I can't leave because of, it's a salary job. It's a secure job. Mm-hmm. I can't leave. Yep. So I was defensive in that, even though I wanted to leave. Yep. And so it's that mentality. We've already fought it in our mind. So when you tell me. The first time you say I'll something, be really abrasive towards it. Cause yeah. I'm trying to work on this. I'm exactly. trying to shut this up. You know, and, and I am, it up. and I'm fought it, fought it in my mind, and so I'm like, no, I'm, I'm I've got to defend my decision to stay. And, and instead of going, oh, this guy's saying I can leave. Okay, maybe I can leave. Maybe there is a way. And after some more reflection of that thought, you start to, you know, and that may. It, in that first interaction with somebody, you may lose um, that uh, concept. Like, so you, you come up to somebody and tell them, hey, there is a way to live your life without the secure job. And, you know, that, like, if you were to tell me that a couple of months ago, I'm like, you know, I know I, I defend my position to stay. 
I'm not doing that. You gotta be that right. That was the end of our conversation. Us as humans have to be right. But yeah. days later, I'm starting to think, well, he just told me I can leave. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. You start playing that over, and then you're like, well, maybe it is. Maybe, mm-hmm. And then you have the next conversation and so on. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, there's some. There's a practice I've been kind of working through, and it's it's proved right so far. But it's it's still pretty early for me to come up with a final decision with whether this is absolutely true or not. But something that I'm starting to look into is anytime I get annoyed with somebody for like something they do or the way they're behaving, I'm noticing a lot of times it's a projection. It's something that's going on that I don't like in myself and I can spot it in somebody else and I'm projecting my dissatisfaction onto them. I've noticed several times stress has gotten a little bit higher in, in these past probably two to three weeks um, because of all that we're wanting to do. Um, so I'm, I am a little bit more irritable, I'm a little bit more grumpy. Uh, my wife will attest to that. <laughs> but I notice I'll get annoyed with her and um, I'm, I'm exercising where before I enact, react on it or if I do react, I can and I and I feel that that's wrong. I'll immediately admit my fault. Or if I'm one, if I'm feeling like I want to react to it, I'll take a minute and I'll analyze. Be like, okay, why are you feeling this way? And then, like for instance, it, um, it was last night. Um, we uh, we've been out in the car and, and it was time to put our put our son to bed and left the uh, like his milk bottle that because he likes he likes to drink milk at night still. Um, left his milk bottle in the car. I went down there, it's dark. I forgot to bring a phone. My, I forgot to bring any sort of flashlight. I know that our lights aren't great in that Lexus. They're just kind of dim. So you can't really see inside the interior well, even with the lights on. Um, couldn't find it. I looked all through the floorboard, found a lot of stuff I've been looking <laughs> for. Um, and went back up. And I was, I was trying to be kind. Granted, this whole time she's trying to put Riker to bed. She, you know, we've both had the same long day. We're both doing a launch. She's trying to launch a new company on the on the recruiting side, and I'm trying to do the marketing side and distribution of product info. So we've got, both got a lot on our plates, and she's trying to put Riker to bed. So I go up there. Um, I try. I try and say kind of kind, like, uh, you know, I don't think it. I don't think it's in there. I didn't see it. Are you sure it's not in the bag or anything? And, um, she didn't ignore me, or she, she kind of didn't respond, and um, then at, like she didn't really say anything. She asked, like, hey, did you get the milk bottle? And like I literally just explained it. I got so frustrated. Um, and, you know, granted, I wouldn't even listen to what she said, because she had asked me a couple of questions I didn't even know about coming back in. So I got, fr- I was like, I was like, well, it's not freaking in there, um, this and that, and then like, I, I was upset and I like I was like I'll go look again and I, and I like stormed out and then I'm thinking I'm like why are you so upset I'm like well I didn't feel hurt and I'm like well you didn't listen to anything she said and she's got the same amount of stuff on her plate she's trying to do she's trying to put her son to bed she's just trying to get him to sleep check yourself calm down yeah it's weird it's anytime I'm starting to feel that like I'm I'm really focusing on being like okay why am I feeling this way. Um, is this a projection? Is this valid? Should I actually be upset, or do you need to calm down? I think nine times out of ten, we're all, we're defending our own stupidity, mm-hmm. even in our relationships and stuff. Like, I mean, if if for that example, I mean, you 
And did you find it in the car? Yeah, it was in there. Yeah, I, I just needed a flashlight. And I was like, it's not it's not in there. Yeah. It's not going to be in there. And then sure enough, it's like right on the seat. Cause, and you, you're defending your, not stupidity or ignorance yeah. or whatever it is, that you didn't want to bring didn't come didn't prepared. Bring a flashlight. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't want to go back out there to really find the truth. Because not only is it three flights down the stairs, but it was also, we got there later, so I had to walk. To the parking like down the parking lot so it's yeah and, and you know can we stop that no it's, yeah. our, it's our instinct it's something we have to realize like mm-hmm. when i mean and that's something to be completely transparent with your wife or spouse is to, to sit there and go okay there are going to be times that we react mm-hmm. doesn't mean that's really how we feel mm-hmm. um we react for a reason yeah I mean, if, if you react and get, if she reacts and get mad at me for something I do, then I can sit there and go, okay, maybe she is, maybe she what she said is true, but she wasn't that mad about it. It was just something that aggravated her and it, you know, it accumulated or whatever. And that's typically what, and like you said, when you, when you're mad at something or somebody, it's typically because you see what they're doing in your own self mm-hmm. and you're mad because... You know, yeah, I do. I do it all the time. I get. I mean, I think if people get mad at me for doing something, and I can see it in other people. And my like, why? Why aren't people getting mad at you? Yeah. And so it aggravates me that yeah. way. And it's like, but back to what you said. You, yeah, back to what you said about the reaction thing. Something that works for me and my wife is we kind of have like a five-minute grace period. Um, if it's something that's kind of like obviously, if every time you say something there's like there's backlash like there's something else that needs yeah. to be worked on um, cause that's not okay you, you can't get you can't get yelled at all the time like that's not okay I'm not condoning that but we kinda have a five minute grace period like if it's something that's upsetting um if I if we try and address stuff right then especially for Kayla like it's not gonna like five minutes is huge for how she can kinda calm herself collect her thoughts and stuff like that so we kinda have a five minute grace period um, and we've learned now that instead of reacting, we're like, okay, we're going to use that internal clock to like, kind of, yeah. you know, I'll tell her something and she'll be like, you know, I'm not happy about that or whatever. And then she's like, I need a minute. And it's like, cool, you know, take your time. Um, we can talk about it. It's not like we have these daily or anything like that, but anytime there's an hourly, yeah. Anytime <laughs> there's an abrasive conversation. Well, you know, also when you're both home full time, you're around each other more, you know? Yeah. So you know, you gotta figure that it, out. It might get, it might get. A, you're gonna have to. It's a, it's a new chapter of your relationship too. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm sure Kelly's had a routine for years where, granted, you were at the, you were, you were at home, so it's a little different. But like, like thereof, maybe. Yeah. Not to, you know, demean her at all, but like she's, she's a free spirit. Mm-hmm. So for a routine for her, just like it's hard for her to stick to mm. for me it's I mean I, I live by a routine mm. I, I want to live by a routine and so <clears throat> there's definitely going to be that learning curve of how do we operate staying home together mm-hmm. working at home working at home together so we haven't hit the hit, got to that point yet. Yeah. we're, we're going to about to face that and see uh, I mean we, it's been 10 years for us together so we've gone through a lot but I think this is a whole new chapter it's a whole new chapter but yeah I'd say the most important thing is like if you can get her 
to set some sort of work window. Like that's what that's what works for me because I'm I'm a little bit more free spirited as well. I, I'm not a, I'm not huge on structure. There's certain things I really like structure, and then there's certain things where I want it to be open. Yeah. But if you could get her on a window, like okay, between you know 10 a.m. and you know 2 p.m. I got the kids. Um, you know, if we can both we can be family. That's fine too. If you want to spend your time that way. Or, um, but hold each other accountable, obviously, if you're always just chilling and not trying to <laughs> forward your business. Like, hey, you know, it's, it's understanding that. Yeah. Um, but saying, hey, you know, from 10 to 3, I got the kids. If you've need, if, if you got stuff you need to take care of, if you need to go look at stuff and pick stuff up, like, I'm, I'm on parent duty right now. And then you can kind of change those roles. Evenings, obviously, both of y'all can have it if y'all want or if there's a big project. Obviously, it's, just, yeah. it's finding that dynamic and, and that's why I like blocks I think yeah. blocks is easier for especially for being at home and like two people trying to develop their businesses yeah. with a family you know There's, there can be that that blocked structure mm-hmm. in the background but then there's always that flexibility of the now yeah and that's what I think I, I'm totally flexible like you know there's a lot of people that love structure mm-hmm. and they cannot stand when they go outside of their plan but how many times does your plan work perfectly like just the what just the way you planned it it's there that reminds me of this um this really really good quote um perfectionism is the face of insecurity um a lot of people will never do something because they're like oh i can't get a perfect schedule down or oh this piece of content isn't perfect so you keep working on it and working on it and working on it and never getting it out and it's really because you're not confident in you know saying hey this is me i'm putting this yeah. on it i'm doing it and it, a lot we can hide behind well it's not perfect yet well, it's never going to be perfect no. done is always better than perfect yeah it never will be perfect yeah. no matter how many hours you spend yeah. on it? You, you always go back and go, well, it's never going to be done that different. Yeah. That's kind of the mindset of the hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Hindsight's not twenty twenty. Even if you're like, okay, this well, there's been stuff where I'm like, okay, this is perfect. And I put it out. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe for the time that was perfect, but it's still like, was it worth the extra six hours I spent on yeah. it for the no? You know, it would have been yeah. done at this point and still looked pretty good. Yeah. And still probably got the, somewhat of the same yeah. result. You know? Got 99% of the same result. But that's part of the learning curve, too. Yeah. But. Well, I'm glad you're... Uh, glad, I'm excited to see where y'all are going. And yeah. I'm excited for us as well. But yeah. Uh, so the next thing... I'm man- the next thing I'm manifesting and believing that's going to come in is there's... This price gives me a heart attack a little bit. But there's... The next step that I that I really do actually need is like a twenty seven hundred dollar laptop. It's up there, but rendering four K videos and all of that stuff is it, it takes a lot of processing power. And I've got a twenty seventeen MacBook and I've got a twenty twelve, and like both of them are crashing trying to do what I'm trying to do. And like literally to render takes longer. Like by rendering like. You try and you apply these effects. You you create transitions and you merge clips together. And like trying to see if the transition with the sound design and everything is lining up, it's like missing like 12 frames. So it'll be like stop and then like 
transitions over and then it finally starts playing again. It's not I can't I can't be like okay did I apply the filter right did I yeah. like, I can't fine tune it because it's just but like I'll literally have to spend twenty minutes playing it back and forth to get it to finally buffer to where I can see this and it's like it's just wasting so much time and for for the for the um for the production software I'm wanting or that that I'm needing um there's certain requirements that it needs to be able to do what you can do with it and it's I wish like I really wish I really wish that um I didn't need that but it's just to 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 do the stuff I'm wanting to do and the stuff that people obviously have an interest in yeah um it's you know I've, I've already you know I've already gotten paid on doing um doing some of that stuff so it's like that's the next step so Somehow, some way, that's gonna come to me. I'm not sure how yet, but you keep doing those with the, you know, keep making money on what you mm. got. And yeah, yeah, I'm, and it's it's doing the most I can with what I've got right now. You, you can only make as much as what you mm. can make with, with what you have. Mm. So. But now it's um, so where are you headed in the in like next this next week? What are your um, We're, I'm getting that laptop next, this next week. Oh, it's it's gonna happen. That, that Some. If I gotta sell my couch, if I like, I'm I'm being so serious. Like, if I gotta sell whatever the hell, it anyway, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever I gotta sell, um, to to get make that business investment, like, that's that's what I gotta do, um, to get where I want to go. Yeah. You know, I might not be able to sit on the couch for the next you know couple months, but it's temporary. You know, we're we're not gonna be we're we're having to sell it anyway to to do the traveling we want to do. So, how quick are y'all getting the, the network marketing thing? Like, I'm as soon as I can. Like, the, the big hiccup is. Go live. Yeah, the big hiccup. Is, like, she's still, she's still getting people to sign up and stuff, and they understand that this is like. Right. Resources aren't there, you know, all this stuff. Like, you can. Obviously, the, the, the UK team's working really well with us. Um, they're. they're opening it because obviously it's a franchise that we're franchising out of and their yeah. their networks in the UK um, and um, she's I mean Kayla's basically leveraged her audience for this like so she's oh. already got people that are doing the network stuff mm-hmm. on other products and then she's reaching out to them yeah. and say hey we've got this new yep. line I, what I've heard you gotta people. be careful. You gotta be careful. There's something called cross recruiting. That um, if uh, if you if you actively if you leave a business and then actively try and recruit people oh, okay. from there, um, like you can get you can get called cross recruiting. They'll sue you. A lot of times they'll win, and you're blacklisted. You can't join any network. You're done. Yeah. Um, so you have to be approached by the opportunity. So that's where what's called attraction marketing comes in. She's talking about it, she, you know, she's posting, and then if people, because she's built these relationships, people are like, oh, what are you doing? You know, that sounds interesting. You have to get approached. And even though, like, she's gotta be careful with the why did you leave, this and that, so it's just, yeah. you gotta be careful. You know, you, you, you gotta do things by the book. You gotta not try and scout people, yeah. so to speak. You gotta do it the right way. Which, you know, in, in any bit, like, that's, Anywhere. That's common business practice, you know. I think I I was listening somewhere and they were talking about how there's I think it was a lady that leveraged um, 
Yeah, they would man like they would start one, and like it either wasn't working out or um, it would as soon as it started. I think this is people that or or this person was more selling the product instead of managing mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of those multi level things mm-hmm. are you're you're managing people. Mm-hmm. You're hardly even selling the product. Um, I mean, it's part of it, but uh, I think this person was more just going from product to product mm-hmm. and. I was like, well, I mean, it didn't make a whole lot of sense from from some level. I don't know a lot about them, mm-hmm. but um, I know they were, like, she was like, I'll jump in it. You make a lot of money real quick because you're a warm market. Mm-hmm. You're selling that product. And then when it goes from having to, 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 having to dip outside of that warm market, they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so they would move over to a different product to sell that new product to mm-hmm. their same warm market. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you create your audience that way, but yeah. I don't, well, I don't know that much about them. So. Yeah, so I think as far as with we're and granted, I'm not, I'm not the expert on network marketing. My wife's got five plus years experience with it, and I'm just now finally getting into it. But where I see the trend going is... As of right now, a lot of people were forcing you to tie to like one company and that's all you can represent. But where I see the future going is it's more you're building your brand and your audience and it's more just like, hey, I like, it's more just like how I would talk about, hey, I, I'm really enjoying this microphone or like, you know, this phone, I love this phone, you know, it, it works great. Um, more in that sense where it's like, there's a lot of products that I benefit from. They're following you, not the product. Yes, and you, it's gonna go more on what I think is the affiliate-based program. I think that's where the, the money, and then you can obviously manage teams of stuff. But I think I think it's gonna switch more to that, um, to where you basically are like, you know, here's, here's a unique URL that's tied to my name um, on how on to order this product. And then you're basically tracked to those, and well, and they do they do that, and yeah, they still do that. But I think it's gonna, I think that's where the the future's really going. Yeah, I know a lot of people like on YouTube and stuff. They get kickbacks for leading people to Mm -hmm. Squarespace. I Mm -hmm. I don't know Squarespace does it, but a lot of those. Yeah, and those are that's sponsored. So a lot of times with those, um, especially with the bigger channels, they'll pay you. They basically cover the cost of the video, or like, I mean. There's this guy, um, he's, he's been a long-time YouTuber. He actually has stopped for a little bit. Um, his name's called Casey Nysat. And he, I think, I can't remember, it was some big, it was a big apparel, it was either Nike or Under Armour or Adidas or Reebok or something. It was a big company like that. And basically, they wanted to create like a fun zone for kids and stuff. Like, the budget for this YouTube video, because granted, he's got like a 15 million subscriber audience. So, I mean, that's a pretty, yeah. that's a big amount of people. Um, so, uh, it was like a $600,000 budget for a YouTube video. They're setting up like this dream zone and stuff like that. And I, I, I don't know if it was high six figures or even low seven figures, but it's like a huge budget. But obviously, obviously they did the math. They're like, okay, we, we see the audience, you know, this and that. We see, and... Um, I mean, you think you, you should get half of them to spend a dollar. Yeah. And he's even turned down, like, because he keeps his integrity on video, but, like, he's even turned down, like, a couple hundred thousand dollar sponsorships. Like, hey, review this product and say it's good. And he's like, well, I think it's shit, so no. (laughs) You know, so it's, 
Like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, so it's crazy. Like, for YouTube, like, people don't think about that, but, like, that. Like, he built a brand, and his brand is so well-respected and so well-captivated that people are willing to pay him to be featured on that, yeah. you know? Yeah, to be associated with his brand. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a sponsor. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what sponsors are, but... It's the same thing, I mean, the people that have mastered it is... Um, I mean, the people that really mastered it is like Pepsi, um, Harley has absolutely mastered just being associated with the brand. And the thing is, there's a, we're not getting a monetary gain out of it. We're just getting experience out of it. If people are willing to tattoo your logo on them, and that's like not out of the question, like a Harley Davidson logo is not out of the question to be tattooed on somebody. Yeah. And like that, man, that's someone who's passionate about your brand. I mean, you think about the sports stadiums they're all named from the sponsor like mm-hmm. FedEx Field yeah. or, so it's like they're they're paying whoever owns the stadium to put their name on mm-hmm. that stadium and so it's the same thing just in a different mm-hmm. world but um, yeah I mean it's 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 incredible to kind of see how that works but so what what are the I know we didn't write our goals and stuff like that. <sighs> it's just like everything. Like everything's my goal. Exactly. But, um, it's hard to, hard to what are what would you say are the three biggest things you want to get done this next week? Three or if it's only one. Three biggest things. Yeah. What are the three big things you want to get done this week? I think for me, uh, more of a building a structure. Okay. Of you know, what I want to do, like, how I want to get to where I want to go, like, I mean, I could say, like, like you said, the business, I have a long laundry list of things that I need to do, um, and I could go into detail on how many calls, how many visits I want to make, like, I could go into that, um, but I think the real aspect for me and how I operate, I need, since I'm not an eight to five job I need to find that structure that works and so for me I, I want to be able to take this next week and really focus on you know hours do I work eight to five I mean eight to ten in the morning and then you know take a break or how do, how does that look like you said what are those blocks that I need um, that, that works best for me and knowing that it's probably going to change mm-hmm. when I first do it like setting something up yeah. before the week begins um, so that I can at least somewhat follow it to see did that work well yep. or did it not. I think that's um, that's huge um, for for me when I first came home. That was our biggest struggle. Who's working, who's not working, and then if you don't set it up, nobody works. Yeah. You know, and because it's easy to have kids take up all your time. You know, if you're if you're not if you're not like intentional with your time it's like oh well you know yeah. I was productive I, I watched my kid today and made sure he didn't die <laughs> um, like all like you you can waste it's so easy to like yeah. Not that, I'm not saying being with your kids is wasting time but like I you mean, can take yeah, there's two people there doing a job one person can do I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago where the you have the mentality of I'm you know I, I'm, I'm off so I have the time to work on business but I didn't dedicate that time to work on the business and so I'm in the in the time I'm with my family 
but I'm sitting here thinking I need to be working. Yeah. But I want to be with the family, and so there's no mm-hmm. d- delineation. So then you don't enjoy either. Yeah. And you're not you're not present either mm-hmm. way, and that gets us in trouble on the backside of things where yep. you're not present. You're not do, you're not productive at work. You're not so you don't do either well. You suck at both. And <laughs> family's not happy, and you're not happy with yourself, yeah. business, and so work's not getting done. For me, there's got to be some level yeah. of structure. I would I would say that's my number one. Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head too. Like you're not gonna get the perfect schedule. You haven't done it before. Yeah. You're not gonna get the perfect schedule done right. We we wasted a good month trying to get the perfect schedule down, and we still haven't gotten the perfect week. But it's like. Let's just get, let's bed. just work and like, you know, let's, we've got a general, like, a, you know, I've got mornings, this, or we were doing block days and then now, like, it's like we both have to collaborate, so we can't really do block, because we're not doing separate things necessarily anymore, yeah. we're intertwined, so we're trying to figure that out, but it's still like, getting it done is better than, you know, having, maybe we could squeeze out an extra 15% efficiency if we got down, but it's going to take six months yeah. to get that perfect schedule, like, it's not worth it. Well, when you get to the six months and your perfect schedule changes <laughs> yeah exactly it changes and you also haven't gotten all this work done so and, and it, it's is it really more efficient yeah I think so that's that's definitely number one okay I think I guess number two I think two, that's a good that's a good start um, that's a really good starting place I mean, number two and three I mean just in the nitty gritty of the business is you know I'm, I, I think I don't know. I haven't really sat down to um, really look and focus on, hey, what is priority in my to-dos? I mean, I've got a list of to-dos. I think that comes with schedule building, though. So I think think that is priority number one, and then you're going to have your stuff grow from that. But obviously that schedule making starts, you said... Um, Monday, like, is when you're really hurt. yeah. Mondays on. So you want to have the schedule planned and like, and you're implementing it Monday. Yeah, gotcha. So I'll probably do um, some of it this weekend, maybe some of it on Sunday. Okay. Or most of it on Sunday, maybe even I take Monday and you know I get up early Monday morning. I do it, plan the schedule, and then we I I have the time to sit and talk with yeah. Kelly and collaborate our schedules because. We're gonna be doing some stuff together and some mm-hmm. stuff not. She's actually start. I don't. We didn't talk about this, but she's actually starting a um, Intelli Travel, the marketing okay. network marketing thing. Okay, I think I, I think I know. I think I know that one. I think um, I know it's that like one. A, just a travel agency. Yeah. Same type of thing as what Kayla does, but just travel agency. Oh, cool. They don't market as not it multi-level marketing, but it is. But so, have you ever is it the ones where you do like group? You do like group uh, travel bundles, and then you get. Um, well, it's just where you can you're selling travel like hotels, airplanes, yeah. cruises. Those are your in-laws. Huh? Are those your in-laws? Yeah. That are, I, I think yeah. He just woke up. Okay. Um, yeah, you're you're doing any kind of um, uh, any kind of travel, mm. and so you can do whatever. And that's what, but she, so she started that and she's got to have her time that's cool. on that. And so we're just, I think I'm, we, we may spend most of Monday oh, so hap- together. I'm so happy that she's uh, doing that. That's I awesome. am too. I'm, I told her, if it doesn't work, you did something. And you, you're starting to figure out what you want mm-hmm. and can do. That's cool. That's uh, so cool. And so it may not work out where she's doing that long term, but for me, it's just a, I mean, for her, I think she needs to have something to, kind of get her mind well the big thing to look at is thinking about how much college costs 
Yeah. I, I understand y'all both, y'all both did go to do college and y'all went that route, but think about how much that costs. Like, one, whatever the sign-up costs were and, like, to, to get her business started, that was a cost. And, like, if even if it fails, like, is she going to feel like she got educated? Yeah. You know, through these experiences. Exactly. Yeah. She's probably learning stuff very important that you might not even be able to learn in a classroom because yeah. practical application is different than theory. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what's your, what's your number one or number three or top three? Getting that laptop this week. That's that's a big one. Um, and I'm getting... I'm getting half of the product videos shot and uploaded and ready. Um, so I'm getting probably 12 of the 24 uploaded, shot, script, everything, like all of that stuff done and, and posted, which might not sound like a lot, but that's that's a lot. Yeah. Like that's that's a lot. You know. That's that's gonna be anywhere from twenty four to thirty five minutes of content, depending on how long I make them. Because um, I want to make them under two minutes, closer to the minute side. But um, yeah, that's that's a that's a really want to get done. Um, and I've got to get. There's still some. I didn't even touch the garage yet. Like I finally have space in the garage now because we sold that truck. Um, I couldn't even close it because it's the, the truck yeah. was too big. So finally got room in the in there. So yeah, those those are the three things that those are the, those are the real things I need to get done. I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of work, but it's, I, all, it's all worth it, right? Yeah, I. That's kind of what I told Kale. Like for the next thirty to ninety days, it's. Crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of upfront sacrifice, but it's not really, it's not really sacrifice. I mean, it is, it is. What are you sacrificing? I'm sacrificing a little bit of time now for a lot of time later. Exactly. When when you have lower energy and mm-hmm. more uh, more desire to relax, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. Like, are we gonna retire at fifty? Like, no. Maybe we're gonna retire at thirty. You know. What is retirement? Yeah, exactly. Retirement's awesome mostly been a number. He said, "What's going on out here?" Said, <laughs> so "What the heck? Where's my eggs? Where's my bacon?" That's funny. Yeah, like I'm coffee. Woke up so confused. <laughs> All right, man. Well, looks like everybody's getting their day yeah. started. I need to get my day started. I still gotta clean out both cars. Well, that, I mean, we were. I'm gonna cook some uh, first toast if you want to stay. You I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm cool to do that.